0: Hi, and welcome to the Mouse and More Podcast. I'm Chris, and tonight I'm joined by Adam, Liza, Bridget, Mark, Tony, and Rachel. Hello, everyone. Did I, did I forget anybody? Wow. Hey. It's a big crowd when you're under quarantine. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no,
1: we're captive. Sure is.
0: How's, how's everyone doing? Just great. We're hanging in there. That's good. That's real good. Okay.
1: Be a wine shortage in this house soon, but you know. Do you? Know that. Oh,
0: that's sad. I feel bad. Yes,
1: it is. Yeah, me too. It's upsetting.
0: So, before all of this happened, both Bridget and I got a chance to go on Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. So, I'm going to throw it over to Bridget first, so she can tell us a little bit about that this new attraction.
1: Okay. So not to give too much away, but it's super cute. It's really, really cute. They did such a nice job with it and not having been on trackless ride system yet. Um, because I, I never got on to rise of the resistance when I was down there as my magical express bus was pulling away. My, my, my boarding time got called, so I never got on it, but, um, it's just, it's really interesting. It's, it's, really cool how that ride mechanism actually works and how it makes you feel like you're part of this Mickey mouse cartoon. Um, You know, the queue line is adorable. The, the details of the, just the posts in the queue and how it like, looks like a, um, a train station when, you know, the train is pulling up like an animated train station. And just like, like all the feels, like it's like, you're just part of this, like Walt Disney cartoon. It's really cute. What did you think? I don't want to give too much away, but enough you know, that-
0: I think even if you give things—and I'm not going to—but I think even if you give something away, you don't lose a lot. It's not like Rise of the Resistance, where you know, when you go on it, you you want to be surprised the first time. Uh, this, I I didn't feel that way. I thought there were. I thought it was cute, and I think I was somewhat biased because. You know, obviously I'm comparing everything they did in Galaxy's Edge and I thought, "Well, gosh, it's really hard to compete with that." But I think they did it. It's the the thing about it that, you know, a lot of dark rides at Disney World, a lot of these sort of like um, you know, kind of like Peter Pan and or even Small World and things like that. A lot of those kind of rides, the rooms are really tiny. And this these rooms are huge. Yeah. That's the thing that struck me. It was like the, the scope of everything when you're in the attraction, when you go into these individual rooms, you're not just seeing like a little tiny something. I mean, it's very, very big and there's a lot to see. So mm-hmm. um, nothing scary. It is very loud. I would say if you have people with sensory issues, maybe rethink it. I don't know that it's the best choice. Did you think it was loud?
1: Um, I mean, it's, it didn't stick out to me, but that's not always something I notice right away. Yeah. Um. I mean, I, whenever I go on these attractions, I always kind of think of Nick and how he would used to get... He's not as bad anymore, but, you know, I just kind of have to, like, look out for things that might jar him or get like know that it might make him nervous and there was nothing like that at all and even when I came home he was asking me about it because he he can't wait he, he'll he look at the ride um point of view um youtube videos and he was like well what about this this and this and I was like no I'm like it's totally you'll you will love every minute of it, it it's nothing there's nothing in this that would get you upset or you know like make you nervous so,
2: so let me- let me let me jump in and ask you guys a question. Sure. Uh, not having ridden Rise of the Resistance, however, I did break down and watch a ride video, uh, oh. so I know what that's like. I am not watching a ride video for Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, but based on what's been happening at Universal between the Kong ride, the Fast and Furious ride in Disney at the Navi River uh, River Ride, um, inside Rise of the Resistance, and I don't know what it's like inside the runaway railway but do you think that there's you know chris you were talking about the peter pan ride and i think one of the one of the things about peter pan is the animatronics and yes there's small rooms and it's not really a small room it just switches back a bunch of times uh but you've got scenery there you've got animatronics you've got stuff that you're looking at but it seems like the five rides that i mentioned previously there seems to be an over reliance on 4k displays And I don't, you know, the resolution's phenomenal, uh, but I don't necessarily want to watch every ride on a monitor. You know, if you've been to Universal, you know that Kong and the Fast and the Furious are the exact same ride with different scenes because there's like, you know, a hundred 4K displays on either side of you and you're just driving in between, you know, screens. And same thing with Navi River Journey. You know, you're, you're looking at a bunch of displays and yeah, there's a couple of animatronics in there. But it's just an over-reliance these days on not really having physical components inside the ride with you. You know, it's either a simulator or, you know, Flights of Passage, it's a, it's a giant video monitor, or there are these 4K displays. And I, I think it takes a little bit away from the rides. And I don't know what you guys think. And was Mickey and Minnie... Well, I, I guess don't tell me because I don't really want to know, but I'm assuming there's because you're going into a cartoon world that there's got to be some elements that are, you know, digital projections or a 4K display. And and that's not just for Chris and Bridget, but it's for everybody who's been to Disney or Universal over the past, let's say, three years or two years that there just seems to be a proliferation of digital elements as opposed to physical elements. And I kind of, I'm that depresses me.
0: I, I think you're actually right. Um, yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, I. I mean, it didn't bother me in any way, shape, or form. But I'm not bothered by that. But I. I think there is a lot of that. I think there are a lot of physical ev- elements to it as well. There's a lot of depth to the, to the to the sets, for lack of a better word. So you're seeing like a lot of things, but you do have those kind of digital displays. Um, I don't think it's going to bother you. What do you think, yeah. Bridget?
1: Um, I mean, I, I definitely agree that there is, a, like, a reliance on the digital. Like, even even in, like, Seven Dwarves Mine Train with, like, the digital, yeah. like, the, the dwarves and the digital faces. I don't think it takes away from it. I think it, it's... I, I Yeah, I don't think it takes away from it at all. I Navi River Journey is beautiful, but I think it can only probably be that caliber because of the digital screens. Um, but it didn't bother me as much. I think... More of what the runaway railway is with the digital, it just kind of it's it just makes it more immersive, and I almost think that's how they're developing these immersive rides is be you know with the digital the digitizing everything, making you feel like you're a part of you know the the actual attraction, whereas Peter Pan you're just kind of watching it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I don't know. I doesn't it doesn't bother me. I mean, some sometimes yeah, it does. Um, because I'm like, oh, like like in Frozen. And when I look at the faces of Anna and Elsa, I'm like, yeah, that doesn't look like real. You know what I mean? Whereas when they had the animatronics of, you know, like Peter Pan or Snow White or whatever, it looked, it looks more genuine, I guess is the word.
3: So it was a trackless ride system. So did the car mm-hmm. spin around a lot or did it do anything fast mm-hmm. or slow? It did?
1: It spins. It does dance moves. Oh. It does... Not to give anything away, but it's, like, super cute. Um, It doesn't go, I don't think at any point it went super fast. Okay. No, um, it
0: doesn't go fast.
1: But Aww. it just, like, it moves in, like, it moves with the attraction. So, like, when there's a scene that's happening, you are, like, doing the move that's in that scene.
3: Oh, cool. Exactly.
1: That sounds yeah, cool. It's really cool. So, so
3: like in in like the, the Kong ride and Universal, it's kind of the Navi River Journey where it's got the screens and then you got that big animatronic at the end. You know, the problem with that ride to me is it matters where you sit because where you sit can mess up your ride experience. Is this the same as that, or it's just like the same experience on each side or whatever?
1: It's this. I think it's the same experience. Don't
3: you yeah, think, Chris? I, yeah, I Like totally the cars agree. are kind of small and it doesn't matter where you sit.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's. Um, that you're part of a train to begin with to start, so I think in the in certain parts, if you're sitting in the front, you have a little more interaction with a certain part of the train. But then like after that. that, yeah. But like yeah, after that, it, it you kind of you kind of do your own thing for a little while, so you break off and then do your own thing, and then you meet back with the train.
3: Oh, that's cute.
1: So yeah, yeah, it's really cute. Oh, I'm so It's excited. really
0: clever. I mean, there's there's no question it's really clever. I think it's, it, okay, first of all, no matter how much you like the great movie ride, I think it's a much better addition. Um, the, it's kind of like the queue is a little odd. It's very, once you get inside the building, it's very short and it's kind of crowded and it doesn't really um, seem to fit the ride in some ways. But I think overall, it's, it's a great addition to that park. For me, I'd like to say it's a one-time only, but my twins really liked it, so I'll be going more than once. So, But um, like it's kind of like a one-time only like in the sense that A Bug's Life for me was a one-time only. Not that it's – I mean, it's ten times better than that attraction, but do you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know yeah. that I would – I'm certainly not going to give up my one tier one fast pass for it if that's what I have to do. Exactly. Yeah, I
1: agree
2: with that. So then yeah. what is your tier 1 fast pass selection going forward?
0: For that park, um okay. Well, at right now I'm still thinking Slinky Dog just because you can do single rider on Millennium Falcon depending on the time of day, but as soon as Rise of the Resistance is a fast pass, that's what it would be. So, rise, we did Rise um last uh last time I was there and um it was so good. I mean, it's such a good attraction. Uh,
2: salt it's in the wound, Chris. Salt I'm in I'm sorry. The wound.
0: Seriously. It is, it is such a good attraction. Like I think every time I go on it, I enjoy it more because first of all, there, there are really two different, I think there are two different ways of going through. There have to be, because you see one side of Kylo Ren at this one, like kind of pivotal part. And then you see another side of him depending, but, um, That makes a big difference. You see different things. You have different, you know, experiences slightly. It's really good. But in some ways, again, you know, you have that really huge building and that overwhelming scene around you, just like you do in Mickey Minnie's Runaway Railway, which I don't think we're really used to in a Disney attraction. We're not used to having this sort of like extremely high ceiling and all this stuff going on. So that's kind of new. But um but yeah, I mean, it's a
2: great ride. So yeah. I'm really excited because I, April 12th is our Hollywood Studios day.
0: Uh, you're so <laughs> funny. Uh, oh God, dang! So dang! It's like it's Ugh. like the curse of Tony. So what are, if you don't go in April? When do you
1: think you'll go? Don't um, don't even announce it. Yeah, know. I
2: know the way things are going with me. Uh, maybe May.
1: That's not too bad. I
2: mean, it would it's not be too yeah. bad at all,
0: yeah, possibly
2: Memorial Day weekend for Isabel's birthday,
0: okay. well, and the the bad thing was is, and I'm more excited about Remy than anything else, is they were saying that they're going to, you know, they were supposed to open Remy. Um, well, they're not saying that. It's just the rumor that they're going to do it at the end of May. And now I'm like, well, that's not happening. So, because, I mean, Adam, why don't you talk about the construction thing, actually? I think that's important for people to know, because a a lot of places I see people asking questions about, are they going to be able to speed up construction just because there's no guests in the park?
4: So they have shut down construction at Disney and at Universal for this whole time since they shut down the parks. Um, My company, we have... Guys, you know, that were working on these jobs and now they they pulled us off the jobs, which is unfortunate. Uh, but I understand that they have to do that because you can't have all these people within a one small space, regardless of whether there's guests guest there or not. It's it's protocol. And uh, because it's not, you know, this virus is not is a fast moving thing that you got to be careful of. So we don't want, you know, and I could understand us even pulling our own guys off if we really were afraid of them contracting it. So, so unfortunately, that means things like, uh, you know, Epcot redo is on hold right now. And now Remy, could, they could be working on it since I think construction outside is done. They're working on, like, the the inside of the ride. Maybe, like, because cause it has to do with who's working, right? So if it's outside construction company, they're shut down. But if it's Disney employees working within a ride, like Imagineers or art directors. There is a possibility that they're working. I I don't know. And uh, I don't think anybody knows. I know my brother works for Disney proper in California and they're all shut down. He's home. So, you know, Disney uh, office people are all home. I know that he told me that the people working in New York are home. So uh, it's uh, maybe in Florida they're tinkering on rides, but I'm not 100% sure on that. I, I do know though that Disneyland they were doing some maintenance so oh, I think really? because yeah I think because they're main their imp- Disney employees that are maintenance workers I think as long as they're you know separated and they're you know getting checked for health and whatever they're still able to do maintenance because I remember seeing that um, they were working on curbs and pavement and that kind of stuff within the park and that's all things that maintenance people would just be working on so
0: well that's I, I really hope Remy's going to be ready by the end. You know, when everything's over, I just can kind of imagine just walking into the park and it's a nice day out, only it's going to be really hot by then. And, you know, just kind of like, I don't know. Yep. I don't miss it just yet. Oh, my but God. I know. Well,
2: listen, listen, I listen Pollyanna. I know.
0: Um, <laughs> Glad you know, game.
2: It's, it's a great thing to, to think of, but, you know, Yes, this is a worldwide pandemic and, and, you know, you don't want to be so selfish as to think like, why can't work continue at Disney World? But you have to look at the sheer number of projects that they have related to not only new rides and upkeep, but the the 50 for 50, which were the 50 projects for the 50th anniversary of, of the park, of the resort, which is coming up next year. I mean, you need to think about how many things just might not be ready. Yeah, um, you know, and, and how does that impact the 50th anniversary? You, it's not like you can postpone the 50th anniversary. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, a lot of these Disney projects Magic
0: can do anything. Stop it uh-huh. right now. Wait a
2: minute. We,
4: we talked about this. Anything happening right now just gets pushed back. Like my birthday doesn't happen until after it. So, right. so it's like your will, annual
0: pass, your annual yeah. annual pass gets time added to it. So does this.
4: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm
3: 35 We're going to just push
4: the date back.
3: Wow, does it get pushed that far back? Yeah, it does, okay?
4: Go backwards. <laughs> it goes
3: really far back, right? Right. It's my birthday again. It's not going to be great for a little while, but I'm with you, Chris. I personally miss it, honestly, and I think it's because I can't go right now. And mm-hmm. so that really makes me long to go there because I have a trip planned in late May. and. I just, I'm so wanting to be there with my kids, like, really, really bad. And I'm not going to be, like, upset if they can't complete 50 for 50. Like, they can do a solid 35. And then the other stuff, maybe they can just give some stuff away to make it 50.
0: Or maybe they could just lie to us and go, oh, yeah, you didn't hear about such and such. That's backstage.
3: That was (laughs) one of the things. We changed the doorknobs in this attraction. That was, like, number 48. (laughs)
0: We can't tell you about it. You can't take a picture of it because it's backstage. But trust us, it happened.
3: Exactly. They could do that. Exactly. They they fixed the latches in the women's restroom.
0: That Ooh.
3: was 37. You know what? You
0: cannot criticize Disney bathrooms. They are very clean and very nice for the most part. <laughs> unless you're talking about that one in uh, time they're little toddlers. It's not as clean.
3: Yeah, yeah. Well, but but and that's another thing too. I thought about when we do get to go back. I'm I'm hoping it's all just gonna smell like Clorox and Lysol, and everything's gonna be super squeaky clean for like oh, a month and a half. That'd be great. That'd be really good. I mean, they might yeah, implement some new maybe... new um new things. You know, mm-hmm.
0: hire more,
1: you know, people to take care of the bathrooms, especially in the parks, which would be good. Yeah,
0: that'd be great. That'd be nice. We're just dreaming here. Maybe. Well, they could.
1: I mean, it is Maybe get rid of the things. finger ID thing for your band.
0: Yeah, that'd be nice. I mean, well, I can see why they do it, but still. Mm. There's got to be it,
1: another way, though. Yeah,
0: maybe. Okay, Bridget, you went and did something special while you were down in Disney last. Can you tell us about that?
1: Yeah, so I went, I did the Villains After Hours party. Okay. Um, so it's kind of like the you know the tick, the hard ticketed um after hours parties that they have in the magic Kingdom, except this one's villains themed. So um, so it's not part of your regular ticket. You do have to pay um, I believe it's about a hundred I want to say about a hundred and forty to forty five dollars a ticket. It's I mean, it's a fun event, so you get to stay in the in the magic kingdom after it it closes. So um, the night we went, it closed. I believe it was at 8 o'clock and, um, and you get a band which basically tells the cast members that you're allowed to be there um, and your ticket includes um, the ability to ride most of the attractions in the Magic Kingdom that um, they, they some of them you're not able to ride but most you can they have a special it's like a little castle show it's featuring Hades and Meg Dr. Facilier is in it and Maleficent And Jafar so that was cute Um, they have they don't have a special parade like the Halloween party but they have something called the um, villains caravan and it's led by Gaston and basically they just come down in some kind of vehicle Gaston rides a horse Um, there's Cruella de Vil she's in her car with um, her two little minions and there's just you know I would say it's about five minutes long so that was cute um, and then you get unlimited uh, popcorn and Mickey bars and a couple ice, other ice cream snacks and then um, soda and water. Um, so you can just pick them up at any snack cart location. Um, the one thing that I we did notice is that we got to the Magic Kingdom around 7 so that we could grab some dinner. And Happily Ever After was going on, so we stopped to watch that. And then we went to go to some quick service locations to to grab something, and they started closing, and they're supposed to be open, so that was like a whole thing, we couldn't find food until the party started at nine, so, um, so, so the, so the Magic Kingdom probably closed at nine that night, but those quick service locations were closing down, and so we were talking to a VIP um, guide about, you know, what to do, and, like, Because he was like, I don't understand why they're closing. (laughs) And we're like, we don't either. It says that they're open. And all the other cast members we've talked to said they should be open, but they're not. So that's kind of the one thing. Make sure you, I would say, grab something before just in case there isn't a quick service location open. The Diamond Horseshoe Review is open during the party and they have specialty snacks and they have specialty drinks there and they were pretty good i had like these tater tots thing this was like a tater tots and bacon and something else and um it wasn't keto so yeah. but my whole my whole week wasn't keto so wait whatever. are you on keto i was and then i went <laughs> there and i'm i had so many mickey waffles that my body was like this is we're done now
3: <laughs> hey i i'm strong it's believer sober.
1: i'm a believer in the
3: carbs i just think
1: it's good every now and then I agree I agree I I mean even like this quarantine I said to Mark I said well when you're running out of food and wasting away and eating the grass in our lawn I'll be eating this burrito over here Ooh, okay burrito. is Great. he
0: still doing the keto thing
1: yeah he is mm-hmm. wow. he's lost I like s- 30 pounds
0: I saw a picture of him or that little video of him, of him in the yard and he was I was like who is that man
4: that's <laughs> him <laughs> okay
3: like, <laughs> yeah. Wow. Wait, well, enough? Well, now you got all this I'm time, Mark. It. You can start. You I'm can... getting
4: down to like 50 pounds. That's my goal. You
3: can, <laughs> you can start lifting weights. It really yeah. It could be like when guys are in prison and then they come out,
4: they're all buffed. I'm going to be buffed. And then I'm going to start <laughs> walking around without my shirt on, like Tony all the time. <laughs>
2: there you go. I think Mark's actually trying to get back down to his birth weight.
1: <laughs> <laughs> He's a 10 Eight pound pounds. baby. Three ounces. <laughs> you know
0: what? I've got this cat that weighs eighteen pounds. No, you and we don't. just took him to the. I know he's really fat. He looks like a big sweet potato. He's orange, and I need to get him on keto. I wonder if I could. Well, maybe he's on keto already. He eats cat food. He likes probably. what he likes. Okay. Hmm. <laughs> light cat food. It's really sad. We keep making fun of him. He's like
3: I like what <laughs> I'm. knew likes. he was
0: fat. We just didn't know he was
3: that fat. I don't think it's a problem.
0: I I know. I want to squeeze him.
3: I know. I want to squeeze him.
2: <laughs> I believe it's glandular.
3: <laughs> it's
2: glandular.
0: It is. <laughs> Ew. Uh,
1: That's just all. Well,
0: Mark bad. lost Go. weight, and my cat found it. That's what it is.
1: Yeah, he, it's he, a transfer. That's
0: all it, it was. is. It was. Aww. All right. So. So yeah. what kind of special events do they have at these things, other than the ability the ability to get on rides a little more easily and it's free making bars?
1: It's just the they have that they don't have any character meet and greets. Um they what? did have they have the one that yeah they don't Rising to me. You know, I know. Yeah. We we thought there were and there, when we looked at the information online and then looked at the brochure, um, they did not. Uh, the castle show they had the the caravan that was like like i said it was like five minutes long it wasn't super long um the one thing that they did have and i didn't go they had special features in pirates of the caribbean and in space mountain now i didn't get to go we didn't do space mountain but we did pirates and they had live um pirates in pirates of the caribbean that were interacting with you on the boat but that was really all um the other thing that made it kind of cool was the caravan they did two caravans, kind of like they would do a nighttime parade. So they had the first one, and then, um I forget what time that was, like maybe like eight thirty. And then they had the stage show, and then they did two rounds of that. And then they had another caravan right before the the park closed at midnight. And we weren't gonna st- we weren't gonna stay for it. And we were leaving, and this cast member was like, no, no, you've got to go back in because they're doing a, um, another caravan. And the girl I was with was like, my flight, my Magical Express comes at 5 o'clock in the morning tomorrow. She's like, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> and and she, this cast member talked us into going back because they, she said that the villains did something kind of neat and special. So we waited down by the train station, and then as the the, all their cars came up to the train station they would get out of their car or whatever vehicle they were in or horse or whatever and they would get on the they got on the veranda portion of the um railroad and they basically just interacted with the audience and we just stood there and they kept talking to us. They're like, Aren't you leaving yet? Who is this man? Why is he staring at me? What why is he waving? What are those funny things he has on his ear on his head? Like things like kinda just like, you know, playing their part and and interacting with the audience. And I, I mean, we stood there for like fifteen minutes and they weren't going anywhere. And then finally we just ended up leaving. But that was real that was really cute. Um, that was probably my favorite part of the night really but it was I mean it was fun I think if you're gonna do a villain type of thing I mean I'm not super into villains so but it was interesting to see and fun to do but I would prefer to go to the Halloween party
0: oh yeah is that because you have the meet and greets and everything
1: yeah I think you get more for your ticket is it about the
3: same price?
1: I would say so. I think the Halloween party might be a little more expensive, especially depending when you're going. But I think for what you get, you're I mean, I think the 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 draw of those after hour tickets is they're more limited than the party tickets. So there's fewer people in the parks. I mean, I, there was like nobody in the park. We kind of had our reign of wherever we wanted to go. So I mean, there's that. But I still, I mean, I just I like the parade better. Halloween. I like the fireworks. It's just a little more. I don't know. It was a little more themed. I think.
0: There I think was- it depends on when you're going because I mean, if you're someone like this, is kind of a good activity for a time of year when the parks aren't open as late
1: mm-hmm. and there's
0: nothing else going on like after nine <laughs> o'clock at night.
1: Right. So. Yeah, that is yeah. kind of
0: a nice option, especially for people who you know don't have young kids and want to stay up. I would. I would totally go. I haven't had the opportunity yet mostly because I'd have to pay for five of us, but I, I definitely need to check one out. Yeah.
1: And I mean, they do let you in earlier, like they do for the parties. So okay. if you could use that as your ticket for the day, yeah. you know, not do the park during, you know, the morning or afternoon hours and then head over there at like three o'clock. So I think they let you in at three, if I'm not mistaken.
0: Okay. That's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Now, Adam, you had a story. Did you want to talk about something?
4: Yeah, so I think this is some good news. Shanghai Disneyland closed at the end of January. But they have since opened up their version of Downtown Disney, Disney Springs. It's called Disney Town. Okay. And uh, so guests are allowed to go there. They have cut down how many people are allowed in to you know each individual store. So that's not like full capacity, but I think it's improving that at least two months after it's closed, they're opening up some parts of it.
0: For us, that could possibly be, and we don't even want to speculate, but because right now Disney World and Disneyland are closed through the end of March, but I think most people think it's not going to open April 1st right Well,
3: in Shanghai Disney too though they're actually um, making guests wear face masks their de- during their entire visit and really? yeah oh they can't take them off and they are screening them uh, for temperatures they said they have to do a QR code or something some kind of health QR code I don't know what that means huh. but it must be something that they do over there but masks the entire time right now
2: and they're wishing star park is open as well
0: is that the name of like their additional park there? I d- I don't know anything about the the parks that, in Asia. That
2: is a recreational area that has a lake and lake activities oh, okay. as as well as an amphitheater.
0: Okay. Well, I think that was positive. Then that's good to hear. Tony, you had a story.
2: You know what? Here's a serious story, and. um I'm worried because uh, a few analysts are predicting that Disney, because they're losing so much money, may be ripe for a takeover. Um, and the big rumor is Apple has yeah. enough cash reserve to purchase Disney. Now, I don't think that's the worst thing that could happen. It's a lot better than when Comcast uh, was going to purchase Disney, uh, you know, at the end of the Eisner era. Um, so, you know, if that were to come to fruition, um, I don't think you could have a better... Uh, Company purchase you. However, I think that in light of the uh, entire world's financial status right now, for somebody to uh, take advantage of of that uh, while the entire world is in a crisis, yeah.
0: uh, would
2: be kind of shifty. But you know, that's that's business. If if it happens, it happens. Definitely something to keep an eye on and watch. And uh, you know, I'm I'm watching it with. Uh, a, hesitancy and a trepidation um as as all of this progresses because the longer the parks are closed the more money disney's going to be bleeding out and you know that will make them ripe for uh, a potential takeover yeah Yeah, and also the movies aren't doing great either
0: oh i know so speaking of quarantine and people not getting out Does anyone want to talk about the movies that are supposed to be released? I mean, I was very much looking forward to *Milan*, but I guess that's not happening now, right?
2: You are correct. That is not happening. Uh, There are a a handful of movies that were either Disney films or originally um, 20th century films uh, that have since been delayed. Um, You know, not even looking at the stuff that's been delayed. Let's look at the two big movies that did come out. uh, Call of the Wild, uh, which has tanked. Is it Call of the Wild, the the Harrison yeah. Ford movie? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, that has pretty much tanked. Um, Onward was the third lowest opening uh, in Pixar history. Um, second week numbers, wow. while it was while it was still the number one film, uh, it dropped seventy percent off of its first week. Now a lot of that had to do with the fact that theaters started closing and the uh, uh, coronavirus, you know, took hold. Uh, so that could come into play. Uh, so it, it, it's not been a good, you know, good time for those two movies. Uh, Mulan, which was scheduled for March 27th, has been postponed. Uh, they are looking for a new date for it. Uh, the New Mutants, which is a uh, Marvel a mutant-based movie, uh, this is the last 20th century entry in the marvel mutant universe before disney takes over this movie was originally scheduled to come out in 2018 it has been continually delayed to the point where disney actually purchased 20th century um and they just this thing can't come out it, uh, this is like its fourth release date um antlers which was another 20th century movie uh, by uh, guillermo, guillermo del toro it's a horror movie uh that has been delayed um Uh, the big Marvel movie Black Widow which was supposed to be released May 1st has been delayed Uh, once again no date uh, scheduled for that but you know these Marvel Cinematic Universe movies kind of have a pattern uh, so you've got to get this out at some point before The Eternals comes out in November. Um, a Searchlight Pictures release, which was another Fox property. Uh, the, the Personal History of David Copperfield, uh, which was also supposed to be released May 1st, has been delayed. And A Woman in the Window, which was a 20th century uh, Fox film starring Amy Adams, uh, which is a thriller has once again uh, been postponed, and there is no new release date. So Disney's got two months worth of of films that they've got no release dates for. Uh, If you've ever seen Disney's schedule, I think they're scheduled out right now through like 2023, even with some placeholder dates. So trying to find a date you know, to to you would think, oh, just move Black Widow to you know June fifteenth. Uh, it's not that simple. You know, they've got a, a spate of films that they they have laid out years in advance. Um, on top of their their cinematic stuff, you've got all of your Disney Plus stuff that's been in production that is, uh, you know, that's all been stopped. Loki, Wanda WandaVision, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Um, you know anything in production uh, along those lines has also been stopped. So uh, it, it's been a very rough time. Um, one of the one of the negatives about Disney Plus is that you know they kind of came out strong with the Mandalorian and then the rest of their original contents just kind of been blah. Um, and that's actually going to be a topic for another show that will be coming soon. Um, so uh, if you're interested in the Disney plus world, uh, keep an eye out for that. Uh, but that's that's kind of what's going on in the cinematic uh, film and television universe.
0: Okay. Who was looking forward to I was not only was I looking forward to Milan, I was really looking forward to Black Widow. So I'm very curious to see when those will come out.
5: Did anyone go see Onward? Yes. No. Uh, Yeah. Did you guys saw saw it? it?
2: Yes. Mm -hmm. Was Was it good? It was very good i think it was one of those movies that would have benefited from word of mouth uh you know there have kind of been a couple of those pixar films that just didn't come out strong but then they picked up um it, it's kind of getting maligned because the numbers haven't been good but uh i, I think it was a very good a very good pixar movie. It was, it was better than the last dinosaur so um you know for people to say that onward isn't isn't good um that they're they're wrong. They're just plain wrong. We probably would have seen it last weekend yeah. if it hadn't been for everything going
4: on. Mm-hmm.
5: I didn't yeah. think it was bad, but I thought it was too deep for little kids in some ways. Like, okay. you know, like we took Parker and he didn't, he didn't necessarily just love it. You know, it, I mean, it's very, there's a lot of sadness to it. A whole lot of
3: sadness. I'm not thought, trying to pay to be sad. Yeah, I, I, too don't, much I don't of
2: think that it was any sadder around. than, than Coco.
1: Oh, uh, see,
2: you know, I thought Coco was, uh, was a was a two tissue box for me.
1: Oh, It's wow. awful. awful. I mean, it was what? awful I mean, I loved it. Well, but I cried a lot.
5: But I'll tell you the difference in it, Tony. When you're talking to a little kid about grandparents dying, that's one thing. But when you're you're talking about a kid who lost their dad or their mom, you know, I think that makes, that's a little deeper.
3: Yeah.
5: yeah.
2: You yeah. know, unfortunately, and, story story of my life.
5: Yeah, I well,
3: know. you know, it happens, so but I I don't need to pay money to hear about it. That I, I'm
0: Liza and I are of the same mind. We don't like sad movies. I I can't do it. I, I mean, can't. I'll make exceptions for certain types of movies, but if there's a movie with a kid that's sad, I can't. I, I'm still upset over Big Hero or whatever that was called. I'm not big hero. Six. Up, man. Up, 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 cry. Made me oh cry. my
3: gosh, Coco. I'll tell you awful. what.
0: All of you know, like we had some issues having kids right after the first one. It was a little touchy and that's why we have twins now, which is great. Um, but Up deals with that. And it's so sad. And it, I saw it Christmas morning and I'll never forget just looking over it and going, oh my word, is this what this is about? We're watching this movie on Christmas morning. I couldn't handle that movie. So no sad movies for me.
5: No, me except for
0: Schindler's <laughs> List. I saw it twice. I'm
5: not yeah, lie. Tony, I w- I will agree with you. I mean, I like the movie, but I just think for the little kid audience, that's going to say, "Mommy, I want to go see that again." Yeah. I don't think it has that appeal.
2: No, it's it's definitely not Frozen.
1: I did see the preview at um, Hollywood Studios, and I thought it looked really good. So, but I don't like. I I like movies like that though, and sometimes those movies, it's like like Inside Out. They do appeal a little bit more to the. Adults like you know, it's like the kids they like Inside Out. Do they ask to watch it all the time? No, but I would sit and watch it a couple times. I loved it, I thought it was great. I know you guys don't like it, but I like it. Um, (laughs) um, even Coco, like
0: see the little sad ride they have for Inside Out in Pixar Pier in California Adventure. It's like this little merry go round. Oh, really? It's yeah, it's kind of sad. Although they have cute garbage cans over there. Is
1: it being? bing bong based I, I don't even know it's just i can't even i can't even talk about bing bong
0: really okay no <laughs> no it's like
5: don't
1: it's, it's don't get don't me started
0: they just have like all it's called the emotional roller coaster or something isn't it and it's just this little tiny ride God, and
1: it's War like a coaster. spinner kind of ride we need and any more of that? you know so do we need any more emotional roller coasters in our I lives right? really yeah. <laughs> well, it's like a
0: little spinner ride and it's all brightly colored and you just walk by on your way to, you know, whatever else you're going to. It's cute, but
1: Yeah. I mean, I just think sometimes they put out things that yeah, they're going to appeal to the kids more so than the adults, but then they also put out some stuff that is going to appeal to their their other audience that is our us. You know what I yeah. mean? So um but I don't know. I haven't seen it yet, so but I the preview looked really good. I'm really disappointed I didn't get to see it. I was kind of hoping they'd do what Universal was doing with the um, on-demand stuff, but that's much.
2: Chris, I just, as an aside, want to say Pixar Pier, my favorite thing there, Adorable Snowman Frosted Treats, the Yellow Snow Cones.
0: Oh, I haven't had one of those. What's the flavor?
2: Uh, it's a non-dairy lemon.
0: Oh, okay. Which I never
2: knew that lemons were dairy. <laughs> that's true.
0: Uh, yeah, it's like a little ice cream thingy kind of deal. Is it kind of like a, like a um, Dole Whip, only lemon flavored?
2: No, they're snow cones. Uh,
0: yeah, I, I need to check that out next time. Although yellow snow cones, I don't think so.
2: Exactly. That's yeah. the whole point. That's why it's funny. It's <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> Get it? That's
0: <laughs> kind of cute. You know, I, I just wonder how they thought of that. Did they just say, hey, I've got a great idea? Yellow snow cones. And somebody was like, yes. <laughs> oh, gosh. That
2: sounds good, Mr. Lassiter."
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, he's not with the company anymore,
2: right? He's he's oh, he out. Was back then. Yeah, he's gone now. The man these shirts.
0: I know. It's so sad. That was like one of the big disappointments of like, what, 2018? That was not good. I, I have a question. Okay. We're going to do like a round of questions. First of all, I was thinking about this when Bridget was talking Who's your favorite villain? I'm going to go oh. in alphabetical order, and I'm going to go to Adam. And if I mess up the alphabetical order because Bridget's is a teacher and I know she's going to call me out for
4: it, I totally. apologize.
0: Okay, mm-hmm. Adam, who's your favorite villain?
4: Favorite is in terms of like who I think is the, the best.
0: Who's your just personal favorite?
4: All right. Um, this is hard. Can I have two? No. Oh, my gosh. He's always got to have two. See, I was gonna say Captain Hook, but I'm gonna say maleficent,
0: mm. because you like a domineering woman who's taller than you are
4: I think, <laughs> <home>. I think <laughs> oh yeah I think, uh, she's like probably the most evil out of without me like really thinking about it. She's probably the most evil out of all of them, and I really like that movie it's it's- the animation is wonderful and um and I think. Angelina Jolie as Maleficent is probably the best (laughs) live action interpretation of a character from these Disney, you know, live action redos. Not that I don't—I don't even remember the whole story from that because it's very different. The Maleficent story is very different from the the old original movie, whatever. But like having a real life representation of her kind of makes it even better. So okay, that's mine.
0: Okay, how about Bridget? I'm still going. I'm going good.
1: Okay, yep, yeah, that's good. A, B. Um, I think, uh, I have to think about this, but I'm going to go with Scar.
0: Okay, that's it. Yeah. He's such a bad
1: one, too. Yeah, he's like such a jerk because he kills the father in front of the kid. You know, like how, how ruthless can you be? Although, I don't know, lots of loving, though. He's pretty nasty, too. I don't know. I'm between there. No Lotso? Yeah, Lotso, Lotso's terrible.
4: He's the worst. He's the no, worst because, Disney villain of all time. No,
0: because, because he has a good reason for being bad. He was unloved.
4: Yeah, he, he was going Wasn't to all of these the villains toys. unloved?
1: <laughs>
0: I don't think so. Maybe. He's
1: going to
4: burn the toys. Yeah, yeah
1: Mark the, might be right. That was horrible. Yeah. He's like burning him at the stake. It's right. true. Yeah, that is
4: true. Watching <laughs> that plastic melt.
0: Up. Yeah, he's kind of a jerk. You make a valid point. Okay. Yeah,
4: like all right. Was walking around the park, I was like, I don't want to meet Lotso. He was awful. Uh,
0: I I've never seen Lotso. Lotso he the park. strawberries.
1: He did smell like <laughs> strawberries, though. Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> okay. Mark Mark probably will say Lotso. But yeah, so I'm, um, I'm going to go with Scar because that's my favorite movie Scar. But okay. So. Um, I just think he's a real jerk. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. Liza.
3: Well, I I think the most evil villain of all of them is that Queen in Snow White because she's I mean that's pretty she's pretty serious it's, it's, she's hardcore. Yeah. But my the evil queen. Yeah, she's is bad. But my favorite one is Ursula. Yeah. <laughs> because I love her voice. I like her little tentacles and how she moves. I like the animatronic and the ride. I like the song. I like Ursula. I like how she's still wearing that frosted blue shadow and that bright red lip. <laughs> okay. I just like it. That's that's all I have to say about that.
0: all right. i, I I'm I, I love her too, actually. She's one of my favorites. so okay. um, next, I'm gonna go to Mark.
4: Uh, well, I, I've said my piece on Lotso. So he's not, but I think he's the evilest, but my favorite is probably Jafar. I like Jafar a lot.
5: Okay. All right. All right. Okay. Rachel. Mine is, um, Gaston. Ah. Oh. Yes. Cause I love to interact with him at the parks and I like watching all the kids interact with him. And then I just think he's hysterical. So I, hysterical. I'm more liking cause he's funny than actually bad, mm-hmm. but he is bad. He is bad.
0: Mm-hmm. I agree. I actually love Gaston. I I do. I think Gaston's the best. That you be guys high. would like
1: him in that uh, in that caravan. Okay. He interacts. Like, he's walking down, pat like passing you, and if you like wave to him and ogle over him, he totally <laughs> buys into it. It's fun.
0: That's so funny. Um, okay. Last but not least, Tony.
2: I'm going to go with uh, a villain who I think is complemented by his uh, his henchmen. Uh, because I think in every Disney film, you have to take in the villain as well as, uh, you know, their their little henchman. Um, and I'm going to go with Hades from Hercules.
5: Oh, uh, OK. Uh,
2: I love James Woods. Uh, I really get a vibe of, uh, you know, like he should be a used car salesman. Like he's just kind of smarmy
5: mm-hmm. um, and yeah. he's
2: got a little comedic touch to him. Um, and I think if not for the villain, you don't really have the hero. Yeah, he That's was actually great. actually true. He was great in that And movie. I, I love pain and panic in, in the movie. I think they're fun as well.
0: Yeah. Okay, well, my favorite would have to be Gaston as well. So I've made no secret of my love of Gaston. So he's funny. He's handsome.
2: Is it because he's especially good at expectorating?
0: It's <laughs> more like the decorating with ant- antlers part, I think.
1: I was, she likes all the
3: flexing work. with a tight shirt. I do like the flexing, yes, to and, roll the hair. His... and the yeah. hair, yeah, the yeah. hair, and he likes to roll his. He could up. wax.
0: I'm, I'm just going to say that if I knew him well, I would be like, hey Gaston, I, uh, I know where you could get that waxed, just a little bit. What his Overdoing chest, it with the hair, everything. I don't know <laughs> his legs. I don't his know. His legs? Gaston's really hairy. Gaston is know. not, yes, not nine leg years. waxing. I would, I would recommend him. <laughs> <laughs> I would recommend Gaston get waxed. I think he's overly hairy. Gaston. He's overdoing it.
3: And he needs to get his eyebrows threaded too.
0: Yeah, a little bit. But you don't
3: want them too threaded
0: because that would (laughs) be a little over the top.
3: No, he's a burly man. He's so burly and brawny.
0: (laughs) Yes. Well, every last inch of him is covered in hair. That's not a good advertisement for any human. (laughs) Okay, maybe the back back wax.
3: He could do the back wax.
0: That's never good. Yeah, yeah. Um, as someone who once broke up with someone in college because he had back hair, I, I must say. <laughs> that's, that's, those are the heartless years. Draw
3: the line at back hair. <laughs>
0: yeah. Okay. All right. On that note, um, I read somewhere that everyone in this quarantine is tired. Do you guys feel tired? I get yes. very
1: tired if I have nothing to do.
0: I mean I have work to do but I feel like because I'm not getting out and doing things I'm tired so you're not
1: getting your vitamin D
0: yes because usually we're like out and about and doing Mm -hmm. things and we'll be recording a show to like 1130 at night you know Adam's the only one who's fallen asleep because he's a secret old man but everybody else is bouncing off the walls but tonight not so much so I'm going to turn this over to Tony to close it out
2: thank you turn it over to me and my back hair yeah Um, (laughs) (laughs)
0: Wait, <laughs> I've seen the shirtless photos, but I've never seen them from the back,
2: Tony. Well, you don't need to see that because it looks like I'm wearing a sweater. <laughs> but I will remind you that, as always, our podcast is sponsored by Main Street and More Travel. Head on over to the website, MainStreetAndMoreTravel.com, request a quote, and let Chris connect you with the right travel agent for your needs. You can find us on Facebook in the Mouse and More podcast group. We're also on Twitter and Instagram. On behalf of Chris, Liza, Adam, Bridget, her lovely husband Mark, and Rachel, this is Tony, and we are the Mouse and More podcast. Wash your hands and stay six feet away from everybody. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. Six feet
5: away.